Ideas are everywhere. Welcome to Lessons Learned in Marketing, the Phoenix Group Podcast. I'm your host, David Bellarive, and today, welcome Tyson. Thank you. Good to be here. Welcome back, I should say. <laughs> welcome back. Some tech <laughs> issues, that's okay. Tyson, tell us about yourself and what you do. Yeah, I am the general manager of the Trademark Group Companies. And so in that group involves Trademark Homes, uh, Lumberjacks, Axe Throwing. We have a couple locations, one in Regina, one in Winnipeg. And then uh, Trademark Rentals as well. And then we have an excavation company as well, Urban Door Works. So I'm a busy guy. Lots mm-hmm. of stuff on the go. So I really wanted to talk to you because uh, I came across a video that you had done with Trademark Homes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Tyson and Melissa. Oh, she would get mad. It's the Melissa and Tyson show. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the Melissa and Tyson show, which I thought was great. It was so much fun. You were going in Kiriako's new space. You got it. Um, and, and, um, and then I saw that there's been quite a few more since then. Mm-hmm, so tell me about the Melissa and Tyson show. Yeah, it's been kind of a kind of a thing in in growth. It's been changing and morphing kind of over time. Uh, a few years ago, um, we wanted to do marketing in a new way. We wanted to be able to tell the trademark story in a way that our competition wasn't or people weren't really expecting. Um, so going back a couple of years, we actually uh, we wanted to showcase a new show home that was coming up, and so. Uh, we could have just shot a regular video and like kind of a walkthrough of the house as typical and as expected. Um, but instead we wanted to do um, something unexpected. So we did an 80s spoof. Um, we put together uh, like a full house type thing or um, something like a sitcom back in the day. Yeah. Had, had actors in there and wanted to showcase it. It really didn't have anything to do with the house. It had everything to do with this faux family that was happening. Yeah. And that was kind of our first foray into, wait a minute, there's there's a new way to be able to market who we are and, and talk about who we are. I'm going to link to that just so people, if I can. For sure. Because it's very funny and it's cute and it has, uh, you got the, all the, the uh, canned laughter and everything. It's, oh, it's yeah. yeah. We had a lot of fun with it. Play Creative put it together for us. Did an absolutely tremendous job. But that kind of opened up our eyes to be able to see this new medium through video. And not that it was new, but it was new to us. And so we were trying to figure out how we communicate who we are and what we're about. And so we started doing a Facebook Live show. It would be about a year ago now where we wanted to talk about different things that were happening and and different places and, and really champion what's happening in the city of Regina. And so we started in a Facebook Live capacity. And it really wasn't the medium that we were really intending that it would be. So we ended up moving to more of a canned, produced, um, post-produced video um, Melissa and Tyson show. And so we would show up to different places like Kiriakos Grain and get get into kind of the heartbeat of what he's about, how he designs the space, what he's trying to evoke mm-hmm. out of it. And it's kind of changed and morphed from there. Well, it was neat. It was a neat episode, and I and I was uh, was really curious to where you guys would take this afterwards because it did. It had nothing to do with trademark homes, really, right? <laughs> Unapologetically, uh, nothing to do with us. Yeah. But that wasn't. Uh, but I could, you know, understand it was, it's space. You were talking about space, so it's it's not completely unrelated. It's not like you're, you know, I don't know, talking about basketball or something. Right. You know, it had to do with the business you're in, and talked about the importance of space and how people use the space and and all of that, which I thought was really good. And that sort of added, I guess, an element to the brand that was, okay, these are, uh, I don't know if you'd call yourself an advocate for space, but definitely a, a thought expert or thought leader in that in that area or someone that 
you know. Yeah, that's really the position that we were trying to establish. Um, we don't think we're the best at anything, but I think we're getting better and better. Mm-hmm. And really, we want to celebrate what's happening in Regina. We think it's a cool place to be. We think there's some really rad places and, mm-hmm. and spaces that people are developing, and we want to be able to champion that. Even if it has nothing to do with us. We didn't do any of the renovation. Kiriako did it himself, and yeah. he uh, he knew our shoot was coming up, and so he didn't sleep for weeks <laughs> leading up to it, making sure that he got it done on time. And so kudos to him, man. I don't think I could do that personally. <laughs> So that was the evolution from your first play. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did that go over, by the way? How did that? What did you guys do with that video oh, that you with had the Motherwells? Yeah, um, yeah, we pushed it uh, Facebook, YouTube, um, and so it it was probably one of the most watched videos that we'd ever had to that point. And really, the response was funny. The response was kind of what I was expecting. What the heck are you guys doing? That has nothing to do with home building. Um, but the response, it really turned a lot of heads. Wait a minute, these guys are doing something different and it got a lot of attention, which is exactly what we wanted it to do. Um, so I don't know, We there's talk of a Motherwells too at some point and <laughs> kind of revive it after a couple of years, yeah. but the town's yeah. pretty expensive. So, yeah. so we'll yeah, see. I'm sure. Yeah. And then um, how did things, so you did the um, first video with Kiriako and, and Melissa and Tyson shows moved from there to do a whole bunch of others. You bet, yeah. So we, uh, Hilberg and Burke was moving into their new HQ. So Rachel Milkey was gracious enough to uh, give us kind of a walking tour through through their space and, and walk us through why she decided to design it the way that they did and how that's serving them. Uh, Sarah Lindsay Makeup Studio, we partnered with uh, Heritage Regina as well. And that had zero to do with trademark and literally just for us to be able to celebrate um, old Lakeview neighborhood and a bunch of the cool old houses around and some of the designs behind it. And positionally, it was, it was was really good for us too and I there'll be a, a heritage uh, walk number two coming up here soon if spring ever decides to to rear its beautiful head we'll see. yeah no kidding we'll, we will see <laughs> Uh, but going from there, it's kind of morphed. So a new position that we were looking into um, was a remodel. Um, what we found is a lot of people really started to align with our brand, our style, and the things that we we're putting out there. And a new house may not be what they were looking for. And so we had the opportunity, we had people approaching us, hey, we love what you're doing. We love what Trademark's about. We love the style that you're doing. But we have this we have this house in Lakeview or in the Crescents or wherever it happens to be that we want you to remodel our house. Oh, okay. And so it kind of opened up a new um, venue for us to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. So positionally, again, um, we took the opportunity to start a new kind of spinoff of the Melissa and Tyson show. So there's a Melissa and Tyson meet the Lukomsky. So the name of the are the Lukomskis. And so it's a journey through the remodel process. Six to eight episodes is kind of what we're trying to do. Uh, the first one we just released a couple weeks ago on the demolition and some of the dreams and stuff. And, and second, kind of walking through what the whole process looks like. Well, that'll be fun. That'll oh, yeah. Be, yeah. Yeah. So far, so far, it's been great. We really we wanted to demystify the process. Yeah. Um, because it, it can be quite daunting for people. We're coming in, we're gutting everything. And what does that look like? And so this is on, this is happening now? This is happening now. So uh, now, this mm-hmm. is, this will be interesting because you, um, you have no idea. Something could go wrong. Something, Something. already has. We shot the first episode a couple uh, about a month ago now. Shot the second episode a couple days ago, and it's that one's going to come out in a couple days. Um, something went wrong. And oh, so it's, it'll already be out when people hear this. So. You bet. You bet. They'll be able to see uh, the weather vane debacle. Um, oh no! <laughs> so, what we try to tell people is mistakes will happen. Yeah. It's what do you do with those things? Um, but in this medium and in this marketing, there's a true to life sense here that we we want to be able to 
show some of the ugliness that happens. Um, this is this is what it looks like. This is what construction yeah. looks like altogether. Well, that'll be telling too because it, it you know it's how how you deal with that and and what it. happens and yeah, yeah that's that's bad. interesting. So. Why did this start, do you think? Or why did you guys start into something as opposed to doing some traditional or even non-traditional typical ads? Um, I, I point to our group. We have a, we have a pretty keen group um, who uh, are quite entrepreneurial, want to try new things. And um, we were kind of getting fed up just with the, the status quo and wanted yeah. to just try something different. Uh, I received a little pushback um, from people who signed the checks at times. Um, <laughs> but I said, trust me, like I, this is going to be a good thing. Yeah. This is going to be a good position for us. Um, and so the why was really that we wanted to be we wanted to differentiate ourselves in the marketplace. Everyone was kind of swimming one direction and we wanted to fly right in the face of that. Um, it's a pretty competitive industry um, and, and people align with brands and we really wanted to segregate ourselves and stand alone as a brand in the marketplace. How big of a risk was it? Um, monetarily, it wasn't, it wasn't too tremendous, but as far as risk of our brand, um, quite risky because we played it we played it pretty safe leading up to that point um so for this it was a risk like people won't take us seriously maybe um they'll see us just as goofballs and we're just spending money unnecessarily um but that was that was the risk that we evaluated and was worth taking oh very cool very cool mm -hmm. so then um so you sorry you take the risk it's not too big of a risk right but it is a risk it's not um when you say it's not too big a risk you mean financially right mm -hmm. yeah for what sure. were you, what were you like, if I took you, if you took a percentage of what you were will sort of throwing on the table, what would it be? Uh, yeah. Percentage wise, this would be, um, the biggest expenditure we'd ever put in a directed marketing thing. We'd never hired an outside video firm to do anything for mm -hmm. us. It always been in house. So the thought of dropping thousands of dollars towards, and not even a campaign towards like a one-off video, mm -hmm. um, was a, a large chunk of our marketing budget that year. Um, it would have been a 20 or 30% right of the entire year on this one thing. Oh, is that was the first one? Yeah. Yeah. And Melissa and Tyson, is that, um, have the results been good? Are you happy with how things are, is trademark now well-known or more well-known? It's definitely, it's definitely upped, um, our visibility in the marketplace. And, uh, it's something that I don't do it for, for any sort of personal attention, but really people come across the show and they're like, Oh, wait a minute. There's something, there's something happening here. And then they come back to trademark as a result of it. Um, it's not generating a ton of sales yet. Um, but really is, is upped our visibility in the marketplace. And so I, I think it's been quite successful, um, within the Regina and region home builders association. Um, I, I take some pride in this. We are actually awarded, uh, the marketing award this year amongst our peers, um, for specifically the Melissa and Tyson show, because it is something that's gaining recognition and that can't do anything but good in the marketplace. Real estate is, well, real estate's tough. Uh, home building's tough. Mm -hmm. it, it is, you know, as is all, as all sectors are, really hard to break through and to get noticed. So you really know, kudos to, to, to doing that and, and well, figuring you. out a way to do that. Yeah, we'll keep hustling that way and, and doing new things. Um, for us, we just try not to take ourselves too seriously. Um, really, some of that pushback was we wouldn't be taken seriously. We're a pretty young company. Um, and maybe if we, if we risk too much, then people won't want to build with us. But how I see it is um, we're making ourselves more accessible, yeah. that we're putting our personalities forward. Um, 
it's it's a huge understanding that when people invest hundreds of thousands of dollars, this is probably the biggest um, one-time spend they'll ever make in their lives. That's going to be their family home as well. Um, it's such a huge thing. And what I found was the more that we put our personalities um, front and center, the more that that trust was enabled between clients and, and who we are as a company, that it's not just this brand and they can trust the brand, but they actually trust the people behind it. And being mm-hmm. a local builder established right here, um, our personal branding behind that became became so apparent. Um, and so for Melissa and I, Melissa being one of our owners and myself as a general manager, um, to be able to put ourselves forward, that we would be accessible, that people can trust us. And we, we give a look behind the scenes. This is my family and this is some of the flaws that we have. And Melissa the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what we're really trying to develop. Some of yeah, that. 100% because you're, um, as a home builder, as a person building a home, not a home builder, um, you would be really faced with, I guess, getting to know all these different brands. So you're a step ahead by, by having some familiarity there. Trying to, trying to for sure. (laughs) And what's the future? Where are you heading with this? Yeah, lots of, we've got different irons in the fire. Mm -hmm. Um, we've, we've looked at maybe doing a a bigger production value of it right now. We're shooting for five to seven minutes, something a little more consumable, something that's easy to share, um, socially. Um, but if Melissa had her way, we'd be on HGTV tomorrow or the W network. Um, so there's some, some talks as far as what does production look like and and what sort of spend do we want to make on that? And then, and what sort of a return on investment would there be as well? Um, and then we pretend to be, um, TV anchors every once in a while and, and talk to some of the news sources. And so I I think there could be some pretty cool opportunities to be able to develop what this brand looks like in a, in a marketing component for trademark. Yeah, no, Mm -hmm. for sure. There could be. Yeah. Um, what is the, what have you learned about, um, I guess putting something like this together? Like if, um, a company was interested in trying something like that, what advice would you give them? Yeah. My, my advice would be try it. Um, not everyone is, and I, I take it as a huge, um, such a great asset to have people who are willing to be able to step in front of the camera, um, who are also in key leadership positions in in a company. It doesn't necessarily have to be that. I think for us, that's a huge value. Um, but to, to try it really, to position yourselves, to be able to showcase your personality, Mm -hmm. um, really for us. And this is what I'd communicate. Don't take yourselves too seriously. Um, show that you can have fun, show that you can be accessible. Um, I, right now I'm doing a little side project with my son. We're doing a sports talk with Kai. So he's 10 years old. I saw that. Absolutely loves sports and, um, loves talking. And so I thought, hey, let's let's give this kid a shot and see what he can do. So we um, we invited uh, some of the Rams players on, and graciously enough, and surprisingly, they're like, sure, we'll come. So they showed up to our house, um, and really, with him, I'm trying to instill in him uh, some confidence to just try it. And this is what I would tell to a company wanted to start out in this: try something. If it sucks, back off from it or reiterate and, and change to something else. But you won't know until you actually try. Now that's that's such old sagely advice. But unless you put yourself out there, then you don't really know what's going to come back. And so with Kai, huge success the first episode, um, and CEO Craig Reynolds of uh, Saskatchewan Rough Riders coming on the second episode. So Kai is just uh, tickled pink to be able to establish what his own little show could be about too. So. He's convinced he's going to be a YouTube star. That's that's he's so convinced. Oh, this is funny. We just had. Um, you probably heard of him, Winston. Uh, he does a podcast with. Uh, he's an eleven-year-old boy. He does a podcast with 
pro players. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. This is going to be a new thing. For <laughs> sure. For sure. These kids are pushing us. Man. Yeah, for sure. Well, they're very comfortable and it, or they're not comfortable, but they, they seem to be willing to, to put themselves out there, which is, I guess, what we, we should all really need to do. Like there's so many examples of how, um, this kind of thing works. Uh, hmm. You know, we, when I go to conferences, you hear case studies about companies that are, you know, um, becoming, uh, I guess, knowledge experts or just positioning themselves that way by just creating and starting this, this content, um, this content that lives, lives for a long time. Would that, um, would that be a goal ever for you guys? Or I guess and now, right now, is it just, let's see where things go. Right now it's one step yeah. uh, just ahead of the other. Um, yeah. I took a little trip on, on Saturday and I, I tell some of my friends, it, it felt like a connecting of the dots, but I only could see one dot at a time before I went to the next place. So I, I went down on a drive and then connected the next dot. But that's, that's really what I feel like our marketing arm feels like, is that we take a step and kind of see where this dot is and then see where the next one leads us yeah. to. Um, so we'll see. We'll see where we go. We love to help other people out. And so if there's a way that, that we could do that to, to give other people a leg up where they're at. Um, one of the biggest things that's spoken to me lately, um, we had the opportunity to attend the cult gathering, um, which isn't near as creepy as it sounds. Right. Uh, it happens <laughs> It happens at the Banff Springs Hotel. Um, it's, it's a cult gathering of all the brands who have cult-like followings. Mm-hmm. Um, and so some of the biggest brands in the world, Gatorade, Beats by Dre, and huge ones that like, we had the opportunity to sit down um, with the VP of marketing for the Dallas Cowboys in a room of 20 people and be able to just fire questions at them. Tremendous opportunity. Um, Brene Brown was the keynote, the opening keynote of it. And she spoke so eloquently and, and thoughtfully towards what vulnerability in leadership looks like. And obviously it was a marketing conference. So what does vulnerability in leadership and marketing look like? And it's something that I've intuitively known, but for her to be able to articulate it and just say in leadership, it's going to suck. You're going to get burnt. Someone's going to knock you down, um, but be okay with that. You have to expect it. And so um, for me coming away from that is how can I do a better job, not just of being sincere and approachable and authentic, because those are good things, but I think a lot of that comes from our own vulnerability. And so something I'm trying to do personally is how do I communicate my own vulnerability? And it's scary, right? And that's, and that's the thing about vulnerability. How much am I going to show? Because, oh, crap, what if... What if someone pokes a hole in, in that thing that I'm exposed? Sure, yeah, people can use that against you, but um, it's also um, it's also a real deep self awareness exercise because you, you know you sort of find out where you are comfortable, where you aren't comfortable. Yeah, definitely. And and I find that it resonates with people as you show some of not just flaws per se, but vulnerable. These are my fears. These are the things that I'm striving for. Um, if that resonates with someone else, there's an affinity created and there's a trust and a relationship yeah. created that can't do anything but good. I think humanly. Yeah, she's great. Mm-hmm. I would. Uh, I, oh, I've never seen her talk, but I've I've read. Well, I've heard her on podcasts and yeah. I read her books. It's amazing. I don't know how we got from uh, <laughs> home building to Brene Brown, but <laughs> that, that's my life. Yeah, that's a conversation with me. Fantastic. So, um, uh, as I ask everyone, lessons learned in marketing. Yeah, for me, it would be um, don't take yourselves too seriously. Don't take don't take yourself too seriously. Go and have fun. 
um, and allow that to guide you. If, if it's something that you're enjoying doing and something that comes and stems from a passion, then I think it'll, it'll come from the right place. Um, and really, when it comes to it, so many people want to do serious things or they need, as a business, need to have a, a stern look on. I don't think that has, I don't, it has a place, but I think more so, just don't take yourselves too seriously. Put something out there, do something different than anyone else is doing, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I think it'll gain some recognition. It's great advice, yeah, I hear that a lot. What has, uh, what's the best piece of advice you've heard? Oh man, that's, that's a tough one. Um, really, nothing too specific, but just to try something, because a lot of times I'll overanalyze and I'll overthink and I'll just sit on my hands and like, we should do this or we should do that, but uh, not too much. So lately, um, I've really tried to take the advice just to try something, just mm-hmm. put it out there and, and see what comes back. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to, um, Justin and Greg, they were saying, a I'm sorry to thing. hear that. Uh, <laughs> it, w- it was fine. It went fine. Yeah. There was no shenanigans at all. Oh, I doubt that very much. <laughs> but that was, um, I, I, a big part of, of their message was to, to do, do actually do try stuff. But, uh, and added to that is to kind of say, let's try it for a set period of time. Hmm. Let's not yeah. just try it once and it didn't work. So give right. it up. If, I mean, if it, if it has a ability to grow, then great. Um, will you, would you have a time commitment for Melissa and Tyson or do you say like, we're going to look at this, uh, after episode 10 or at 12 and go, you know, well, yeah, no, it's interesting. Uh, kind of this one foot ahead of the next, um, when it stops working, I I hope we can evaluate it before then, but even jigging off into the meet the Lukomskis and kind of have a spinoff there Mm -hmm. has been an interesting iteration for us. Um, but I think after the first year and we're almost reaching that year point to be able to take a look, okay, is this valuable? Is it it, not just a return on investment per se, but is it something that is actually working? And we're always continually looking at how to tweak it. Um, end date, who knows? We'll and see. it might not even be working in the way that you intended it, but it might become valuable. I see this a lot with mm. clients that, you know, after a while, it actually becomes an asset for them that they're, there's something that they can um, uh, I don't, not maybe spin off, but it, it has value in it. And, um, right. And, and for us, we're trying to establish, and this is a new frontier for me altogether, all have no background in marketing whatsoever, just kind of make it up as we go. Um, how, how do we brand Melissa and Tyson and, and how is it branded alongside trademark? And is it, is it separate? Is it wholly mm-hmm. combined with or, or what does it look like? So we'll see. We'll see where it goes from here. Fantastic. Well, I thank you so much for coming back <laughs> after my technical problems. Uh, you're almost the last one that I have to redo. So I- <laughs> there you go. Well, I, I, I feel bad for the people coming back. So this has been nothing but but painless. So. But I really enjoy it. I really uh, I love watching Melissa and Tyson, and um, I look forward to seeing uh, this uh, upcoming episode and seeing what what's gone wrong there. Yeah, it's coming all soon. the future ones. Okay. Well, thanks so much for having me on. Really appreciate it. Tyson, how can people get a hold of you or find you? You bet. Uh, Instagram, Facebook uh, is probably the best way. Trademarkhomes.ca is our website. But Tyson Lisk, you can find me pretty much on any social platform. Excellent. Thanks again.